The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. High five your neighbor and tell them rest is your portion this season in the name of Jesus. Please, you can have your seats. Hallelujah. I want to announce it again. Somebody's life is going to change dramatically this season in the name of Jesus. Somebody's story is going to be turned around radically in the name of Jesus. God is going to do wonders for somebody under the sound of my voice that you have never experienced before in the name of Jesus. God is going to show up for you in such a unique way you will find it difficult to comprehend in the name of Jesus. God is going to do amazing miracles for you. It will look like a dream in the name of Jesus. What you have not experienced before, what your fathers have not experienced before, God will do for you this season. In the name of Jesus, God will give you rest round about. In the name of Jesus, like he gave the children of Israel rest. Glory, glory, glory be to God. And we've been preparing ourselves for this awesome encounter. A conference like Supernatural last three parts. I've taught us this over and over again. The first part is this phase we are in where you prepare. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself. Set your expectation high. Read stories like this about how great God is. How awesome God is. What he can do. What he has done. What he intends to do. Go through all these teachings we've been talking about since the beginning of this month. That heaven is a picture of rest. Hallelujah. There is no crying in heaven. There is no torment in heaven. There is no pain in heaven. There is no sorrow in heaven. There is no sickness in heaven. There is no poverty in heaven. Glory be to God. And while we will enjoy that fully when we get to heaven, there is a provision, glory to God, that while we are here on earth, the will of God as it is done in heaven, I'm coming to that. Somebody say the will of God. As it is in heaven, should be his will or should be our portion here on the earth. Glory, glory be to God. And allow these things to set your heart, prepare your heart, raise your expectation, trust God for what you've not experienced before. Then there is the part of the meeting itself. The week has now come. Like we said last Wednesday, by this time tomorrow, one week from now, we'll be in the first session of Supernatural. You need to engage during those meetings. You need to be here. To experience what God will be doing live. Glory be to God. And then there is after the meeting. May this convention not leave you the way it met you in Jesus name. And after the convention. May we forever be seeing the fruits. Of what God has done in your life. During the convention. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. All parts are important. But many times, I believe, probably because of the extension of the period, I believe the aftermath of the convention 
should also be taken very seriously. And that's why I'm teaching you these things I'm teaching you. Um, living in rest roundabout, which should really be the goal, cannot be about what you experience in a service alone. You must know how it works. Thank God for church. Thank God for the experiences we have in church. Thank God for conferences. And we must have conferences. And bless God, we will be blessed during the conferences. However, we don't live in church. And we don't live in conferences. We will do supernatural just once in a year. And yes, we have other big conferences like Supernatural. Maybe we do three or four of them in a year. What are we going to be doing for the remaining 365 days? This is where what we know matters. Can I hear a loud amen to that? And I'm, I'm just going to try and tie things up what we've been sharing all month long. Rest is a function, like any other thing that we have available. Of the state of your heart. What is reigning in your heart? Is one of the main questions we have been asking. And that's where that theme. Heaven reigns in me comes from. And the wisdom you and I must embrace. Is to figure out. Find out by revelation. And understanding. What makes heaven heaven. We said heaven is not just a place. Jesus called it a kingdom. John the Baptist called it a kingdom. It's a kingdom. And that means it's a system that can be exported to earthly places. The writer of this message is kingdom living in earthly places. Yes, you are in Lagos. And by the way, earthly places means low places. Cost places. Falling places. This earth that we live in is a falling world. It's a cursed world. That happened from the moment Adam and Eve sinned. And until God brings the new heaven and the new earth, this earth will always be cursed. Even if you are living in the White House, they will try and impeach you. (laughs) Even if you are living in the White House. So what we believers must do, even though we are in the world and we are on the earth, we must not allow the dictates of the world and this earth dominate our thinking. Sickness and disease will come. Poverty will challenge us. Failure and shame and all those things, we will see it. As long as we don't allow those things dominate our hearts and mind, we can win and we can reign over them. And we can have rest round about in the midst of these things. Glory be to God. So the key is to allow what makes heaven heaven to begin to dominate and reign in our hearts. Out of Our hearts, the issues of life, flow. That's what the Bible tells us. We read this text last week. I want us to look at it again. Proverbs 23, verse 26. 
talking about who or what is reigning in your heart. Proverbs 23, 26, my son, my daughter, my child. Look at your neighbor and say he's talking to you. Give me your heart. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, give God your heart. Let the things of God reign in your heart. Apostle Paul said it this way. Because you are now a citizen of heaven, or you are now seated in the heavenly places in Christ, set your heart, set your affection on the things above. Look, this is a day-to-day challenge for everyone. Set your heart on things above. And, And that's the key. That's the key to having days of heaven on the earth. And that will be your portion in the name of Jesus. Give me your heart, Proverbs 23, 26. Let your eyes observe my ways. That's the key right there. That's the key. And we've given you three major things we can learn from the heavenly experience. From what John told us, from what Apostle Paul told us, from what we can see in scriptures that have been written concerning this place and this kingdom, heaven. Number one thing we stressed was that the lamb, the lamb, Jesus was celebrated as the lamb in heaven. That has to be what is dominant on your heart. When sickness comes, and sickness will come, my brother. Oh, hallelujah. I, I, I always try to open up my life every now and then to us. Just as much as I can. I had food poisoning Friday evening. I ate something that, man, I don't even know whether it was just one thing or it was terrible. I couldn't even come to church yesterday to see what was going on. I had to call them, look, I can't come because my system was just upside down. But this is what I just kept doing. I just kept in my heart, Jesus, the Lamb of God. If I said that thing once, maybe I said it a thousand times yesterday. Jesus, the Lamb of God, by your stripes I'm healed. Jesus, the Lamb. I didn't allow the poison, and it was poisonous, that I had taken into my system to dominate my mind. I didn't allow it. And the symptoms were, I mean, my body was just acting up. Have you had food poisoning before? Serious food poisoning. Hello? You know what happens. I don't need to be any more graphic. Uh Look, this this is how you can have rest. And it's not just about sickness and disease. It's everything. There's a challenge at work. See the lamb. Let that revelation that Jesus died on the cross for. I I, I told myself yesterday, Jesus knew I was going to have this food poisoning in 2019. And when I'm meditating and putting the lamb before my eyes, when he was dying on that tree, he was saying, ah, for Pastor T's food poisoning on what was um, Friday night? Today is what? Um, 17th? Friday must have been 15th. Um, I'm, I'm bearing the... Pri- I'm, that's what I was telling myself. As I yesterday, it was still looking as if my body was... I said, ah, I have someone to preach tomorrow. I praise God. Hallelujah. And the time came, I took authority over my body. And everything had to start adjusting. Long and short, I'm here this morning. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Learn to put Christ crucified before your eyes at all times. Don't let a problem come 
and I know many of you listening to me today, you are in this same situation. Your own may not be food poisoning, or your own may be financial poisoning, or marital poisoning, or something that doesn't belong in your system, doesn't belong in your life, that has come. Either by your own doing or somebody else's doing. The bottom line is the thing has now come. The question is, do you want rest? Oh, talk to me, somebody. Do you want rest like God gave the children of Israel rest? I mean, how, how are you in captivity for hundreds of years? Generation after generation. But a day came, God brought them out. Hallelujah. God is bringing somebody out this season. In the name of Jesus. Because he has already done it for you through the Lamb of God that died for you. That's where victory starts from. Number two thing we talked about that we noticed was the worship that was going on. Hallelujah. Let me hear somebody shout, I'm a worshiper. It's worth stressing that one. Please, don't fall into this trap. A lot of people fall into it every year end. Where because you are not yet where you want to be. You have not yet seen the testimonies you want to see in 2019. Your worship has now been stolen away. Let me hear somebody shout, that's not me, that's not me, that's not me. Hallelujah. In fact, let it be that because you have not yet seen the things you are trusting God for, your worship will now go to another level. Can I hear a loud amen? You know the interesting thing? Both of those um, behaviors, those responses, they are based on choice. The person that says, oh, I wanted to marry in 2019, and now this is November, I have not seen the person. And because of that, praise has now gone down. Worship has now gone down. Um, celebrating God has now gone down. And the person that said, even though I wanted to get this breakthrough in my business in 2019, and November has come, and it doesn't look as if I'm near it, you know what? I'm going to continue praising God and thanking God. Both of them are making choices. Oh, hallelujah. Help me tap your neighbor and say, you are one choice away from a miracle. You see, one will bring a miracle, the other will not bring a miracle. And I'm sure you know the one that will bring a miracle and the one that won't bring a miracle. Somebody say, I'm a praiser for life. I'm a worshiper for life. The third one we talked about last week was revelation. There is a key to whatever it is you are going through. Oh, you are in earthly places, you may not know it, but bless God in heaven, it is open to everybody. There is no night there. Hallelujah. There is no darkness there. If you were to transport to heaven now, leave your physical body like Apostle Paul and go to heaven in a vision or in a trance, you will see the answer to all your financial problems. Can I hear loud amen? You will see it. You will see exactly what you need to do. Even in a Buhari economy. Glory be to God. Now, the good news is you can receive that light while you are here on the earth. Heaven is a place of revelation. Let's learn to pray for revelation and receive revelation. Let me give you the final thing and then we're not going to pray for our encounters and supernatural. This is the fourth key I want to give you. What makes for roundabout rest? That if I can allow these things to dominate my heart, by the grace and the mercy of God, I will be assured of rest. Well, seeing Christ crucified, putting Jesus as the Lamb. Two, being a worshiper. 
in spite of Macedonia. Number three, believe in God for revelation. That's what I need. This is the fourth one, God's purpose. God's purpose. You want roundabout rest, church? You want roundabout rest? Align yourself to divine purpose. There is no one and there is nothing in heaven that is contrary to God's will in heaven. That's what Jesus said in that prayer. Thy will as it is in heaven. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Heaven is a place where God's will is done. There is nothing, there is no thought contrary to God's thoughts in heaven. Everybody is aligned to what God is doing. And if you read the book of Revelation, all those visions John saw, particularly about the seven scrolls that were um, opened up, what God was doing was to align everything to his will in the end of the day. God's purpose. Revelations 4.11 <clears throat> You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they exist and were created. This was one of the songs you saw the elders singing. Heaven is that place where everything exists for God's will. In earthly places, demonic will can exist. Human will can exist. People's ambitions can trump the place of God's will. People's plans can sabotage God's will. That's why it's earthly places and that's why there's no rest there. But when someone, even if they're on the earth, can begin to align to divine will, hallelujah, align to heavenly purpose, glory be to God, and most importantly, allow the purpose of heaven to reign in you, glory to God, rest round about is on the horizon. Can I hear a loud amen? Hallelujah. And I've been sharing this for a few weeks now in our prayer meetings. Those of us have been coming for prayer towards supernatural. And I want to leave this thought with you as we wrap up this teaching this morning. Every time God gives rest. Somebody say every time. Say that every time louder. Every time God brings gives rest, it's always for a purpose. His purpose. I'm going to give you three examples. And this is what I want you to learn. Don't make it about the rest. Don't make it about the rest. Thank God for the rest. Receive the rest. Embrace the rest. Enjoy the rest. But understand that every time God brings rest, you are sick. God now brought healing. Enjoy that rest of healing and health. But realize that God did that for a purpose. You are broke. God now gave you prosperity. Enjoy the riches you now have, but understand that God brought it for a purpose. And what you should do is to align to that purpose so that you can continue to enjoy and experience the rest. That would be your story in Jesus' name. I prayed one prayer Wednesday night. I'm going to pray it over you again. May you never be that person that could buy a car five years ago and can't buy a car today in Jesus' name. May you never be that person that could build a house five years ago and can't build a house today in Jesus' name. Let me tell you why things like that happen. Particularly if it is God that empowered you, people deviate from God's purpose. 
It deviates from God's will. And that's a real threat on the earth. However, somebody say heaven reigns in me. And though I'm on the earth, it is hard as it works in heaven. That's what's working in me. So divine purpose is in me. Somebody say divine purpose is in me. Exodus 5. Look at what God was telling um, Moses to tell Pharaoh. So when God wanted to bring out the children of Israel from their hundreds of years of captivity, Exodus 5 from verse 1. Afterward, Moses and Eros went in and told Pharaoh, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, Let my people go. That was the command that brought the arrest. I prophesy over somebody this morning, that same kind of word is coming upon your life this season. Let my people go in the name of Jesus. The sickness that has held you down, God is speaking over you today. Let my people go in the name of Jesus. The poverty and the shame that has held you back, God is saying over you, let my people go in the name of Jesus. That was the word that brought their deliverance and their rest. Let my people go. But please watch it. There was a reason that they may hold a feast to me in the wilderness. Verse 2. Pharaoh said, who is the Lord that I should obey him? Or I should obey his voice and let Israel go? I do not know the Lord. Nor will I let Israel go. I want to say again, it doesn't matter what is against you. If God be for you, no Pharaoh can be against you. Oh, hallelujah. Chapter 7, verse 16. So you know the story. God started visiting Egypt with the ten plagues. And by the time God landed the last plague, Pharaoh and all of Egypt gave up. But the same request was made. In fact, it got clearer this time. Hallelujah. Exodus 7 and 16. You shall say to him, say to Pharaoh, the Lord God of the Hebrews has sent me to you, saying, let my people go. And I announce again, that's what God is saying to every problem and every unrest that has besieged your life. Somebody shout, God is saying, let my people go. If I let's just quote it, let my people go. Oh, hallelujah. Let my people go that they may serve me. That's the purpose. God wanted the people that would serve him. The people were in bondage. So God brought rest from their captivity. So that they can serve him. That they may serve me in the wilderness. But indeed, until now, you will not hear. So he started attacking them one by one. I see God fighting your battles this season. We, we talked about that yesterday. Learning from Jehoshaphat. That's where the place of praise and worship is vital. And you should allow praise and worship reign in you. When you focus on God, like they do in heaven, in praise and worship, God will fight. God fought for them. God fought for them. God broke the hold of Pharaoh over their life. Hallelujah. That's what God is doing for somebody this season. Bringing you out of captivity and bondage. But there is a purpose. And you need to align to that purpose. I love the way Psalm summarized the experience of the children of Israel. I prophesy that will be somebody's story again this morning. Psalm 105, verse 37. He also brought them out. Talking about the children of Israel. With silver and gold. Watch this picture of rest roundabout. He brought them out with silver and gold. And there was none 
feeble among their tribes. Hallelujah. Not one person was sick. Glory be to God. Everybody experienced the rest that God brought. I prophesy over this house. This prophetic word that God has given us this season of rest round about. None shall be feeble among our tribes. In the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, God is able to do it. Look at Solomon's story. I want to give you three stories. Um, 1 Kings chapter 5. Let's read the testimony again. 1 Kings chapter 5. Can somebody shout again? Rest round about is my portion this season. That's the first thing we want you to embrace. That God can give you rest in earthly places. I'm saying that because of the perspective of the teaching we are doing. doesn't matter what is around you. That experience of heaven, that nothing wrong is around, is happening. You know how my father David could not build a house for the name of the Lord his God. 1 Kings chapter 5 verse 3, are you there? Huh? Because of the wars which were fought, we talked about this last week. This is a type of Christianity. Jesus has fought all the wars for us. David fought all the wars. Solomon stepped into the rest. Glory be to God. Until the Lord put his foes under the soles of his feet. Somebody say, that's my story. Every one of my foes, sickness, poverty, pain, failure, shame, every enemy that the forces of darkness can muster, they are being put under the sole of my feet. Oh, you are not shouting it like you understand what I'm saying. Say they are being put under the soles of my feet. Hallelujah. And this is the word. And now the Lord my God has given him rest on every side. Say that God has given me rest on every side. There is neither adversary nor evil occurrence. I hope somebody is using this to prepare their hearts for supernatural. Glory be to God. Neither adversary nor evil occurrence. Verse 5, this is it. Somebody say, watch the purpose. And behold, I propose to build a house for the name of the Lord my God. As the Lord spoke to my father David, saying, your son whom I will set on your throne in your place, he shall build a house for my name. Are you getting what we are saying here? David was the one that wanted to build that temple. God said, no, you have killed too many people. This is what I will do. I will allow your son to build it. So God, what Solomon is saying, God now empowered David to fight all the enemies around Israel and he defeated all of them. God created an atmosphere of rest for Solomon. So that when Solomon got on the throne, he didn't have to fight any battles. If you understand the story, in those days, there's no way you can build when they are fighting you on every side. But God gave him rest so that he can focus on building the temple. The purpose was to build the temple. Now watch why I'm teaching you this. Solomon built that temple quite alright. But you know his story. He lost sight of why God brought him there. Started using the rest to marry wives. Is it 300 wives and 700 concubines? Huh? That wasn't the purpose. And please, we are all subject to such temptations. 
There's a reason why God is blessing you financially. Can I talk to those of us that are blessed financially here? There's a reason why God is blessing you financially. There's a reason why God is giving you good health. There's a reason why God is giving you strength. I couldn't talk very well last week. There's a reason why God is making your voice to be able to talk. Come and try and preach on a Sunday morning. You know why God gave you that voice. Everything God does is as a purpose. That's what Revelation 4 was telling us. There is, God is that strategic. If I put a million naira in your account, there's a reason. I will tell you another story. Last Friday, please watch this. Watch this very carefully. God just started staring in my heart. I want you to put 50,000 naira into the benevolence offering in church. I looked at my account. There was no money there. I had already given what I normally give for benevolence offering. Tap anybody and say, Pastor T is teaching you something. Please listen. And I need to close. My time is almost up. I had already given. But God just put that in my heart. That was before I left the office Friday. Before I just... Oh, so, thank God. Somebody say, thank God. I, I decided I would do it. But I didn't do it before I left the office. But I had made up my mind I would do it. God knows. God, you know I had said I was going to do it. I went for another meeting... And there was another sort of income they put in that I wasn't expecting. Three times what God told me to give. I wasn't expecting that money. There is a reason why God does the things he does. I'm talking rest. Oh, hallelujah. Let me close with the final one. My time is almost up. Joseph. Genesis 41 verse 50. Joseph's story. Let's read Joseph's testimony of rest as well. It will be somebody's portion this season as well in Jesus' name. I'm deliberately giving you these stories. Whether it's Israel we are talking about. Whether it's Solomon we are talking about. Whether it's um, Pastor Wumi read about Joshua to us last week. Or Joseph. So this is what they said about Joseph. Genesis 41.50. Another picture of God bringing rest. And to Joseph who are born two sons from the years of famine. Um, before the years of famine came, whom Asenath, the daughter of Potiphar, a priest of On, bore to him. Joseph called the name of the firstborn Manasseh. This would be somebody's story this season. For God has made me to forget all my toil and all my father's house. In the name of Jesus, every torment and problem you have gone through, for years, like Joseph, God will bless you so much, you will forget it in the name of Jesus. God, Joseph named his children after the miracle God had done inside, the rest that God brought into his life. You will do the same in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. God made me to forget. You know God can do that. You have been sick for years. God now gives you healing. You will now find difficult to remember, ah, there was a time I used to be sick. Oh, hallelujah. And the name of the second, he called it frame. This will be somebody's story again. For God has caused me to be fruitful in the land of my affliction. Where you used to suffer, where you used to cry, God will make you fruitful. That is rest. Hallelujah. But watch where we are going. Then the seven years of plenty in the land were ended. So, for seven years, Joseph was swimming in that rest. But he didn't lose sight of the purpose. He didn't lose sight. 
The seven years of plenty which were in the land of Egypt ended, and then the seven years of famine began to come. As Joseph had said, the famine was in all the lands. But in all the land of Egypt, there was no bread. Hallelujah. So he enjoyed the rest and the purpose why God made him prime minister. So that when the famine comes, people will not starve. Joseph was ready. That would be your story in the name of Jesus. And I'm telling you, this is a key to enjoying rest. Unlike Solomon, Joseph ended well. You will finish well. Not only this year, all your days, you will finish well. How will you finish well? Align to God's purpose. Rise on your feet this morning. Lift those hands to heaven. And claim your rest one more time. Claim your rest. Claim your rest. Like God gave Israel rest. God is giving me rest. Look at all those things that look like unrest in your life. The sickness in your body. The challenges at work. The challenges at home. The problem financially or whatever it is. The spiritual challenges you may be going through. Speak to that mountain or those mountains this morning. Say like Israel received rest after hundreds of years of bondage. I know your own affliction is not up to a hundred years old yet. But that should encourage you. That if God could bring a turnaround after hundreds of years. My own problem that has been just a few years or maybe a few decades. God can bring an end to it as well. Somebody opened your mouth this morning. I told you what I did yesterday when I discovered that I had been poisoned. I just looked to the Lamb. Jesus, the Lamb of God. The perfect sacrifice that has wrought a perfect redemption for me. And I kept seeing Him and calling Him the Lamb of God like they do in heaven. Oh, like they do in heaven. Like they do in heaven. And here I am today. Enjoying rest. Come on, focus on him. Claim that rest. And apply these simple keys. I'm telling you, let heaven reign in your heart. Open your mouth this morning and say, the purpose of God is my focus. I align to God's divine purpose. I align to God's will. For my life. For this church. On the earth. That is the key to experiencing and enjoying rest. When you align to God's will. Oh, yala brokoto. I don't know what God has told you to do that maybe you are not interested in doing. I want to encourage you, child of God, get back on track. Get back on track. Heaven is a place where everyone and everything aligns to divine purpose. If you want days of heaven on the earth, align to divine purpose. And make up your mind that you will align forever. Don't be like Solomon that started for a season. And after a while, he now started doing his own thing. No, no. Be like Joseph. That for all his days, he was aligned to God's purpose. Glory be to God. Come on, one more minute. Open your mouth. Talk to God. I'm ready for rest. I'm ready for rest. I'm ready for rest. I'm ready for rest. And I know how it takes to keep walking in it. Christ crucified. It's what dominates my heart. Worship is what dominates my heart. The revelations that God gives me dominates my heart. Even if I'm going through contrary situations and the purpose of God dominates my heart. And as I allow these things to reign in me, I experience rest 
At work, there is rest. Why? I am aligned to divine purpose. At home, there is rest. Why? I am aligned to divine purpose. In my business, in my marriage, in my ministry, there is rest on every side. Even when challenges come against me, I am assured of rest because I am aligned to God's divine purpose. In the name of Jesus. Can I say this to us, church, as I close this morning? Supernatural 2019 is God's will for us in this church. So everyone that will align to the success of that conference, in every way you can, that God has made it possible, in praying for the meeting, getting ready for it, in attending the meetings, in giving towards it, in serving, you are doing what I'm talking about. Super, for us in this church, for kings, what everywhere. This week, the will of heaven for us is supernatural 2019. Anything contrary to that is not aligned to God's will. Are you getting what I'm saying this morning? So I challenge us, let's be aligned to divine purpose. Hallelujah. And we will enjoy amazing depths of the rest God has given us. Open your mouth one more time and just pray for another minute for the success of Supernatural 2019 in your own life and for the church. Just pray, pray of alignment. Pray, pray of consecration. Pray, prayer that God will help you to fulfill your part. Contribute your own quota. Oh, pasata. Pray, pray, pray. God planned for Joseph. God willed for Joseph to save the world from famine. And though he went through slavery and he went to imprisonment, he never deviated from that plan. And even after he came on the throne, he didn't get carried away by the success. He was still aligned to God's divine plan. And when the famine came, he was fully ready. For us in King's Word, supernatural is God's will. And this week, the time has come for us to manifest that we are fully ready for God's will for us. Oh, Shakata, come on, pray. Pray, for everything to work out, work out for good, for you to play your part. Pray that you will not be missing in action. Pray that everything that heaven is releasing for you, you will engage with it, you will participate in it, you will partake of it. Oh, Yakataya, pray for alignment to God's divine purpose, God's divine will, God's counsel, God's plan for your life. And for the church, oh, we give you praise, oh God. Keep praying, church. Let's bow our heads as you pray. Continue to pray. Bow your heads. You are in this house this morning. You want to surrender your life to Jesus. What a wonderful time to do it. The preceding message was brought to you by King's Word Everywhere, Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-00640.